drink it in now. Touchdown Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Kool-Aid listeners, Detroit Kool-Aid listeners, hey, it is your boy at Chops in the D, and I am happy to be back with you this week on our edition of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And guess what, people? It's game week. We are just hours away from the NFL season kicking off, and I could not be more excited for our Lions to be kicking off the season against the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. It is going to be one hell of a matchup. We're going to dive into it later in the show. But as my boy, at Derek Oakreed, likes to say, we don't have time to mess around. And uh, speaking of my boy Derek here, before we get going in the show, just want to get a quick shout out to him. Uh, he's going through some medical stuff. He's been on the mend for a couple weeks now. Um, I have been out and not able to fill into uh, as much as I would like to on the pod here. But uh, just want to give a quick shout out, thoughts and prayers up to Derek. Um, I know he appreciates the listens. He appreciates the love on Twitter. And uh, and if you know him, reach out to him. But uh, he we, assures me that he will be back next week uh, if, if all goes well with uh, some of the medical stuff he's got going on. So again, we're not going to mess around. Let's dive right into some news and notes for our Detroit Lions. So listen, the 53-man roster was set last week. Um, nothing too crazy, nothing too surprising here. I think the usual suspects are kind of where we expected them to be. Um, we did have to get a little creative to, uh, to get where we wanted to go. Brad, always open for business homes, likes to work that waiver wire, li- likes to work his magic. At one point, we only had two rostered running backs uh, with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, so that was a little bit, uh, a little, a little sketchy or a little uh, nerve-wracking. But hey, it all worked out in the end here. Mister Netflix Craig is back. Um, I think our wide receiver core is kind of what we expected it to be. Of course, we've got Jamison Williams suspended. The tight end room makes a whole lot of sense for me with Laporta, Brock Wright, and James Mitchell in the mix. Um, you know, offensive line is looking exactly where we thought it was going to be with the usual suspects, Decker, Jackson, Ragnall, Vitae, and Penny Sewell. So that's the offensive side. On the defensive side, again, not a, not a whole lot of surprises for me here. Of course, it's going to be kind of hard to sh- see where the starters are going to line up with that revamped secondary. But, of course, you've got Hutch and Charles Harrison on the outside. You've got Ali McNeil. And then someone else on the interior, um, not named Bugs, but still not sure who the starter is going to be there. Uh, linebackers, of course, Jack Campbell snuck right in there with uh, Anzalone and Derek Barnes, uh, Rodriguez and Houston. So a lot of uh, familiar names and faces there. Um, and of course the, you know, the ever, ever important kicker game. I think they rolled the dice. They finally decided on Riley Patterson. Who knows? They might change it back. Um, you know, who knows what's going on with the kicker again. At one point we had three of them and now we really only need one. Of course, Jack Fox, Mr. Steady is there for his punting. Um, and you know, he's in his holding duties as well. So, 
the roster shakes out pretty well to me. Um, no huge surprises. Um, you know, we got we got Teddy Biscuits in the mix here as our backup quarterback, which I'm happy to see while Hendon Hooker is on the mend. Um, everything really just kind of lines out the way I, I really thought it would be. I mean, I know there was a couple of late, you know, that, that, that spots 50 through 53, there were some questions up in the air. Um, super happy to see some of the rookies getting a chance there with Stephen Gilmore, a couple of unknowns with uh, Khalil Dorsey. Um, so nice for, for good storylines there for the people here uh, for our Detroit Lions. So, But again, I'm happy with where we're at. Uh, I love the depth that we have at D-line. Um, loving our revamp secondary. It's going to be really, really great to see. Um, but speaking of our defensive line, so let's dive into here. This a uh, couple of days ago here, uh, Mr. Mr. Big Bugs, uh, shout out a tweet uh, that, that kind of alluded to the fact that like he wasn't happy with what was going on here. And everybody, of course, jumps right in and assumes like, oh my gosh, he's getting traded. He's get what's going on. We just resigned this guy. He's not happy. He wants a contract extension. People lost their ever-loving minds because Isaiah Bugs decided to tweet something out about changing in his life. People. These are actual people as well. Uh, they have personal lives. Yes, I know we follow them for their takes on the NFL, for what's going on in the locker room, for all the things football-related. But it all ended up to be about nothing. The guy was moving on from a girlfriend or there was some personal thing, you know, new personal relationship that was that was coming to an end. And you would have thought that this guy you know, came out and said he was retiring or, or leaving the Lions or demanding a trade or whatever. No, it was none of that. It was all personal. Um, now, Bugs did lose his starting spot and I'm, I'm hearing that he's not going to be dressing for the Kansas City game. Um, that is a little, you know, a little concerning, um, considering he was slated to be our starting defensive tackle. Um, but, I, I, you know, again, we've got some depth there, right? I, I think that Broderick Martin can slot right in there. Um, and we've got some other guys with Levi Onzarike in the mix as well. And, of course, uh, you know, Aline McNeil. So, not a whole lot going on with news and notes other than just super hype for our brand new... Lions. And speaking of the brand new Lions people, the national media is all over the hype train. They are drinking in the Kool-Aid. You know, by the way, I want to say, listen, people, national media, if you knew what it was like here in Detroit, you would know that we've been drinking this Kool-Aid for years and years and years. And now all of a sudden the team's getting hot, the team's getting sexy, and you all want to talk about it. But for all us loyal Detroit Kool-Aid listeners and drinkers, we've been on this train for a long time. We've been through the ups, we've been through the downs, we've been through the heartbreaks, we've been through the playoff losses, we've been through the winless seasons, we've been through it all. So a quick shout out to all my Lions-loving Detroit Kool-Aid listeners who have been with this team through thick and thin. So happy to be here. And now that we are on the upward trend, all the national media is buying the hype. They're speaking every, every day on Football America, on this, on that, where everybody's talking Detroit Lions. Um, you know, people putting on Kansas City on upset alert. This going on here, we're going to win the division. Green Bay's down, Chicago's down, we're up. Watch out for Detroit. All this national media hype. I love it. 
Um, but it kind of makes me laugh because, you know, listen, us Detroit fans have been uh, living this dream for a long time. And it's, uh, it's about to take off, folks. This is going to be the most exciting season in Lions history, if you ask me. We are looking at four potential rookie starters, with maybe a fifth with Broderick Martin coming into this season. Again, two on the offensive side of the ball with Laporta and my boy Jameer Gibbs. Of course, everybody's my boy, you know that. Anyway, uh, we also have on the defensive side, we've got... My boy, Brian Branch, who may be sneaking in there for a starting position, as well as Jack Campbell, the number 18th pick. This guy is a beast. I'm loving it. He's looking great. And then you throw Broderick Martin in there, too, potentially taking taking that bug spot. And you could be looking at five rookie impact starters right off the bat, which is just so, so cool that uh, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and all their staff were able to evaluate this talent and just find these players who are going to be ready to go and who are going to be able to slot right in as starters. So, so cool. They've got a lot of hype about potentially having candidates for the Rookie of the Year on both offense and defense. Again, everybody is buying into the Jameer Gibbs hype, and so am I. This guy is dynamic. He's electric. I expect to see him all over the field as a weapon. Not just a running back, not a wide receiver. He's a straight-up weapon. And we are going to see him all over the field here in less than 48 hours against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then, of course, on the defensive side, again, a lot of hype talking about Rookie of the Year on uh, Jack Campbell and potentially Brian Branch. These guys are going to come in. They're going to be immediate impact players. And I am all about it. Speaking of Brian Branch, the secondary, totally revamped, lots of new faces, Cam Sutton, CJ, that's my GJ, you got Mosley, possibly healthy and ready to go, again, we already mentioned Brian Branch, this whole secondary is going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, guys, like, there's going to be so many different looks that we can put out there against these because we have so many players that are versatile. You got Brian Branch and you got uh, CJGJ who can play multiple positions. Of course, don't forget about the regulars with Kirby Joseph, the ball hawk, and Tracy Walker. We have this 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 group of players is going to be so much fun to watch, and I think the coverage that they are going to be able to put down on these wide receivers and opposing catchers is going to allow the defensive line to go to pound town on opposing quarterbacks, which is just going to be so much fun to watch. Um, other changes that I'm really looking forward to here that the national media is really buying into and I'm loving is Jameer Gibbs and my boy d Monty. We went from Swift and Jamal Williams to, or, you know, my, my swaggo and shifty Swifty to Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. And listen, I love this upgrade. I absolutely love this upgrade. You've got a dynamic weapon. I like Jameer, Jameer Gibbs' potential hot, much higher than what Swift ever showed us. And David Montgomery is just going to be a, a workhorse when we need him to be. He can, he can also catch the ball. He's going to pound it when we need to. He's going to be put in those situations where we were at with Jamal Williams, where he broke the touchdown record. But Demani is more dynamic than Jamal Williams. So people... Get excited. This running back room is going to be legit. They're going to be fun. And don't be surprised if you see multiple sets out there where you've got both running backs on the field and you never know what the Lions are going to do because you got Ben Genius out there scheming up the plays. Of course, 
the group that's going to help open up the holes for this running back room is the best returning offensive line in the game. Again, enough has been... Uh, yeah, I can't say enough about these guys. Like, uh, there's just so... Our starting five is ridiculous on the front there. You've got Decker. You've got Jackson. you got Rag Nasty in the middle. And then, of course, you got my boy All-Pro Penny Sewell. Um, just this is this group's going to continue to dominate. They're going to continue to keep Jared Goff clean. They're going to continue to open up the holes for the running backs, and they are just going to frustrate defenses because you're not going to be able to get through them. All right, they've proven it time and time again. They're going to prove it again this year, and they are going to help keep this offense elite. And last but not least, people, you know that our boy Brad Holmes is always rubbing the meat hooks together. He's always on the lookout. This guy has $15 million in cap space still. Season opener is a few hours away, and this guy has $15 million in cap space ready and willing to strike if and when needed. So there's a lot of different hype out there. I've seen a lot of names. I've seen some D tackles, Chris Jones. I've seen a couple of wide receivers, Mike Evans. I've seen a lot of options out there for our Detroit Lions. And the great news is that I trust Brad Holmes to do his due diligence. You know he's on the phone. You know he's talking to GMs. You know he's ready to evaluate where we are at and swoop in when needed. So it's just so cool to have that flexibility um, I know there's a lot of talk about getting extensions for some different players. My boy, Jared Goff, JG16, the Goff train. This guy, I'm, I'm actually shocked he's not extended yet based on what some of these quarterbacks were getting in the offseason. Um, I would not be surprised if something happens here in the next couple of weeks that they get him locked in with a contract extension, um, which of course would thrill me. Um, but listen, $15 million in cap space is nothing to bat an eye at, man. There were people going into the offseason that didn't have a total of $15 million in cap space, and we still have $15 million in cap space after all the moves that we've made. So flexibility on the cap, flexibility on the roster, a lot of rookie starters, a lot of returners that are ready to prove themselves. Um, you know, I, I really, you know, I really don't have any concerns for this team. I think we're going to pick up right where we left off with even more talent at the end of the season when we smacked down Green Bay and ended the season, keeping them out of the playoffs and just overjoyed on national television. We are ready to pick up right where we left off, people. Again, on Thursday night, national television, season opener against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs. We're going to come into their town and we're going to punch them in the mouth. They better be ready, okay? That's all I'm going to say. And we're going to get into a quick break here. We're going to listen to our great sponsors. But what I'm going to do after that is I'm going to give you a breakdown of this game that was coming up. And I'm going to tell you why the defending champions are on notice. Because Detroit is ready to come at them. Hey, Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. And hey, uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to our great sponsors. And before we dive into this Lions versus Chiefs game, I uh, just want to take a quick minute here to talk about our uh, Detroit Kool-Aid Select. Um, we, you know, we've been putting together some extra content for people who subscribe and contribute to the pod. Um, now that the season is kicking off, folks, you are really going to want to subscribe to this and get this bonus content because, of course, you're going to get your regular uh, episode drop every week from us that will not stop, but you're going to get bonus content if you join DKC Select, and you're going to get to hear me and Ogre break down all things Lions, uh, 
Uh, we'll dive into some Red Wings, some Pistons, maybe some Michigan football. Um, but we're really going to make an effort here to, to make that subscription really worth your while, folks. So if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, definitely check that out. Follow us and subscribe. It's not a lot of money. It's $2.99 a month. And uh, for the stuff that you're going to get access to, it's going to be well worth your time. And this is the biggest season in Lions history. So you're going to want to jump on the hype train now. You're going to want to subscribe, get all that bonus content, because come... Come the middle of the season when we are just drinking in the Kool-Aid, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to hear all the extra stuff that we have to talk about. So subscribe now, save yourself some time later, get that bonus content in, um, and, and it's gonna be worth your while to uh, to subscribe. So that being said, let's dive right into Lions and Chiefs. This is the season opener, the NFL premier kickoff game. Uh, this is a rare game for the Lions to be in. I think it's been like 30 years. Um, you're playing the defending Super Bowl champs. It's such a great opportunity to be on the national level, to kick the season off the right way, and to show the world that we are real. Brand new Lions. It's kickoff at 820 on NBC, and uh, let's dive into it a little bit here. So right now the Chiefs are favored by 6.5. That's kind of what I expect. Uh, the line has not moved much. Uh, the national TV and, and the betters of the world believe that the Chiefs are going to win by uh, maybe not a touchdown, but almost a touchdown. Um, so that line has not moved much. The over-under, this is the one that really gets me right now. The over-under is moving. Um, it's at 54.5 points before I think it started out at like 52.5. So people expect there to be a lot of scoring on here. I'm not a betting man. Maybe I'm a betting man. Eh, if I was a betting man, I would absolutely hammer the over on this because the last time that these two premier quarterbacks met, they scored 105 points. 105. So an over of 54.5 seems like a no-brainer to me. This is going to be a shootout. We've got a revamped offense. You know it's Patrick Mahomes, and you know it's Travis Kelsey. There's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. The question that people are asking is, are they going to be able to... Keep up this, the punches, right? Can the Lions take a punch? Can they give a punch? Can they take two punches, dodge, and make another bite? As uh, I believe my boy Dan Campbell would probably come and say, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You're going to smile. We're going to smile at you. You're going to take another bite. You're going to hit us. We're going to stand up. We're going to punch you back in the mouth. It's going to go back and forth. And that's exactly what I expect this game to be. Full-on slobber knocker, drag-out, brawl, hell in a cell, whatever you want to call it. Just a, a, just a battle, which is going to be awesome. Uh, a couple of things of note on the injury side. Um, of course, you know we know that Jamo was suspended, and that um, our boy Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley, is questionable. I'm hearing that he's probably going to play. Um, I don't know how much he's going to play, but I'm super excited to see this kid out there. Um, he did some great things with San Francisco before his injury. I'm really, really, really excited to see this guy get worked into the cornerback mix um, and to join that secondary, which to me is just going to be super dynamic. Um, for the Chiefs, you've got a couple of questionables here. You've got uh, Tony, wide receiver, James, wide receiver, Sneed, their corner. That's a sneaky big one for me. If they've got a corner that's out, that's their top corner or one of their top corners. If he is unable to play, that is going to be a big deal for the Lions because I think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be able to do some wet magic. I know there's a lot of questions on who's going to be that kind of that second wide receiver who fills in there. We'll get more into that later. Um, but if they are missing that corner, Sneed, this could be that could be big for the Lions, and then uh, another injured player is Wharton, who's questionable. 
Now, of course, you say chops. How are you talking about who's playing, who's not playing without bringing out the big news? Of course, the biggest news, probably the biggest storyline on the national media platform right now is Chris Jones. Will Chris Jones play on Thursday? I wish I had an answer for you guys. I wish I could give you some late breaking news, confirmed yes, confirmed no. Um, I have a suspicion he has not played any football. He has not practiced. He has held out. He wants his new contract. Um, you know, his teammates have come out to the national media saying, hey, huh, please come, you know, we need you, buddy. Let's run this back. Let's go back to back. Uh, we got to kick the season off right. This guy wants to get paid. Um, and I'm sure everybody understands that too. These guys, they don't have a big shelf life in the NFL. And, uh, and they got to make their money when they can make their money. So, um, he, you know, he's in the middle of this contract dispute. I, I really think he's not going to play, guys. I, I, I don't see him just stepping up. Uh, after not practicing at all, after playing no preseason games, and just go, yep, no, I'm ready for football. Um, we have no idea what condition this guy is in. Um, we haven't seen him out on the field. He hasn't been with his teammates. So I am really, really highly doubting that this guy gets out on the field. That is a big difference maker. Not going to be on the field for the Kansas City Chiefs. And if he is not out there, that is a big advantage for the Lions. Um, however... I will say this, if he is out there, I still think the Lions have a chance to win this game. I don't. Th- I think Chris Jones, he, you know, he's not a household name, he's not an Aaron Donald, he's not a Bosa, um, but he, he is good, okay? He's good, but he's not game changer, like, got a plan scheme around this guy, good. And our O-line, as we know, is one of the biggest strengths of our team. So I am not as concerned about Chris Jones. Listen, I don't want him, you know, I hope he doesn't play. Um, because that's one less guy we got to worry about. But if he does play, I'm also not shaking in my boots either. So um, let's dive into, of course, now let's dive into our quarterbacks, right? We all know what happened the first time that Goff versus Mahomes, we all know what happened, right? 54 to 51, crazy shootout, back and forth, lead changes. You score, we score, Rams take the lead, Chiefs take the lead. Ultimately, Jared Goff, came out on top and showed the world that he could go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so this is Goff versus Mahomes part two. And I'm here to tell you that Jared Goff is ready to take the next one as well. He isn't going to get an upset here. Okay, Jared Goff is ready to go. He's got his weapons around him. He's got his O-line around him. He's got his running backs to take some pressure off him when he needs it. To, uh, to stretch out the field a bit. He's got his speedster. Um, he's got all his weapons. He's got Amon Ra. He's got his boy newly signed Khalif Raymond, Raymond Khalif. He's got the Serpent Josh Reynolds. He's got Marvin Jones. He's ready to go. Okay, so Goff is ready to ball. I think this is the spot where people stop questioning Jared Goff and they start getting on the Goff train and realizing that this train... it. It's taken off, okay? It's probably left the station and I'm conducting it. But if you're not on that golf train, you better be reaching out and hoping for a prayer that it slows down for a second for you to grab on. Because golf is going to shock the world when he beats Patrick Mahomes on Thursday Night Football. He's not going to hide under the pressure. He's not going to, you know, flake out. He is going to ball. So you better be ready for it. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, this is another big story. A lot of people are talking about Patrick Mahomes has never lost a season opener. Okay, They have come out and won every season opener since he's been the starting quarterback. 
That's going to change this year, folks. He will be 5-1 and one after this Thursday. Okay? We all know what he is. He's ridiculously good. He, he has, you know, he can make things out of nothing. He's got his safety blanket in Travis Kelsey. He's got a bunch of weapons at wide receiver around him. Um, a lot of them are new faces, um, so not the same old cast coming in. Um, but, of course, you know Kelsey's going to be out there doing his thing. And Patty Mahomes is going to be out there. Maybe maybe throw some throwing some no looks. Maybe some deep bomb tutties. Um, you know, the guy's elusive. He's hard to bring down. Um, but... I hate to be the one to break it to you, Patrick Mahomes, but you're going to lose on Thursday, okay? So you you, you just, you are. Um, the Lions are going to come after you. I'm envisioning a couple of Unleash, Hutch, and James Houston sacks coming your way. Uh, maybe a little Romeo Aquara action coming at you. Some Charles Harris bombs coming at you. We're going to be throwing a bunch of different looks at you, and our secondary is going to be locking down those receivers. So you're going to be scrambling. He's going to be bumbling. He's going to be stumbling. Maybe he'd be flumbling. But he is going to be direct, under duress the entire game. Um, and I can't wait for it. So, uh, again, another big thing everyone's talking about, upset alert, right? Do the, do the Kansas sh- Should the Kansas City Chiefs be on upset alert? What if Chris Jones plays? What if Chris Jones doesn't play? Should they be ready to be upset? Uh, yeah, they should absolutely be ready to be upset because this Lions team is the real deal, okay? We're taking all the momentum from last season, the way we finished strong last year, winning on national television, and we're coming into this game, and we are on cloud nine. We've added more pieces, we've added more dynamic weapons, and we are ready to go. The offense is going to shine, the defense is totally revamped and ready to show the world that we are legit. And what more could you say than coming out and knocking out the Super Bowl champs in game one. I can't wait for it. It's it's just going to be such a great, great, uh, a great, great game. So the other thing that we need to keep an eye on, and, we, and I touched on it a little bit earlier, is Travis Kelsey. Listen, this dude gets his, okay? So the Lions got to be aware. Um, I, I'm envisioning different coverages on this guy. Um, you know, you may be dropping down a safety, you may be getting a linebacker help, but you're going to got, you got to cover this guy. Okay. You're going to have to put maybe CJ GJ on him. I'm expecting some Jack Campbell on him, but this guy, he's going to eat. Okay. He's going to get his targets, but you got to limit him. When he gets the ball, you got to bring him down. You cannot let him run all over the field and take it down or he will rack up yards and he will rack up catches really, really quick. And we know he's a touchdown monster as well. Um, I expect him to be the focal point, as he usually is, um, but we need to be fully aware of Travis Kelsey. I'm not so worried about Tony. I'm not so worried about some of the rookies they got coming in, um, I, but you just got to be aware of Travis Kelsey and where he's going to be at because he's going to be all over the field and Patrick Holmes is going to be looking for him because that's what he's done for years and years and years. So that's a big factor in there. Other questions that people are asking, is the lack of JMO going to be a big issue for the Detroit Lions? Who's going to emerge as the number two wide receiver for the Detroit Lions? Of course, we know we've got my boy, Amon Ra, and he's ready to ball. And he's going to be, again, he's going to be a PPR monster. That's going to be lots of catches. It's going to be lots of yards after the catch. But the question is, who's going to come in after him and be the, be the next guy up? Not JMO. And I think... I've gone on record to say that Jameer Gibbs is going to be our second leading receiver uh, as far as yards and catches go by, by the time JMO comes back. 
And I'm sticking with that because I think the Lions are going to line this guy up all over the field. I think they're going to put him in the slot. I think they're going to put him in uh, put him in the running back position. I, he's going to be lined up as wide receiver. He's going to be all over the place. They're going to look for the, to get the, this guy and get him open in space. So they're going to get him the ball. They're going to get him open space. And this guy is going to be dynamic. He's, I expect a lot of a lot of things from Jameer Gibbs. Um, but beyond that, I'm not worried. Okay. Yes, Marvin Jones is the oldest wide receiver in the NFL to make a roster. But guess what? He's just old reliable. He's solid. He's steady. You need a big catch. You need a big play. You need, you're on a critical third down. You need a couple yards. The guy just performs. So he does it again and again. He's done it for the Lions before. And I'm excited to see him do it again this season. Um, of course, you've got Josh Reynolds. In that game against uh, Patrick Mahomes last time, Jared Goff and Josh Reynolds went absolutely bananas. And so Jared Goff just has a comfortability with, with Josh Reynolds. So again, that's a, something that I'm looking for. I'm expecting to see that open up. Um, we may see a little bit of our rookie uh, <clears throat> you know, coming in. We may see a little Antoine Green. Um, and of course, uh, you know, again, don't forget about Sam Laporta, another rookie out there who Jared Goff is building a rapport with, another weapon who's replaced TJ Hawkinson, who's now, I think, the highest paid tight end in the game after his contract extension with the Vikings. Brad Holmes knew we weren't going to pay him. He shipped him out. He got a pick for him, and he turned that pick into Sam Laporta, and we're locked and ready to go. So plenty of weapons for Jared Goff to get out there. Um, I'm not concerned about the lack of wide receiver room. I mean, look, if 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 Mike Evans' agents uh, picked up the phone and called me and said, "Hey, are you interested in Mike? We, he wants to come to Detroit." Uh, absolutely, I'm going to answer the phone and I'm going to look and see what my options are. Um, you never turn down a talent like that if you can get him at a good price for not a lot of return. Um, you know, even if it's on a short-term, one-year kind of thing, you don't turn away that kind of talent. But if we don't do that, I'm not concerned. Okay, Jamo's going to be back week seven, and we're just going to keep on rolling with or without him. So it's the time of the show, folks. Uh, the time of the show that you're all looking for. And I know that we've been alluding to this. I've, I've said it a few times, but here we go. Uh, it's prediction time. And so I'm going through and I'm searching this Twitterverse and I'm listening to the national media and I'm watching ESPN and I'm watching all these shows and the big, the big storyline. And it seems like what everybody seem pretty much is across the board in agreement with that. The Lions may hang for a while. They may lead the game a little bit here and there. But in the end, Patty Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the defending champion, Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs are going to just pull this out and win by a score or more. And I am here to tell you that is not going to happen because the Lions are going to go toe-to-toe. I expect the Chiefs to actually jump out early here while we get our feet set a little bit. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to do Patrick Mahomes things, okay? So I expect the Chiefs to take an early lead, um, but I expect the Lions to battle back. And I expect them to eventually take the lead, maybe in the early fourth quarter, and then not to look back. And just when you think, okay, they got a lead, now they're going to give the ball back to Patty Mahomes, that's when the defense is going to step up. I expect a full-blown defensive battle scheme against this team. Yeah, they're going to get theirs, but the defense is going to make some big plays. Get a couple of picks, or a couple of sacks, or a forced fumble. There's going to be an opportunity, and there's going to be a time in this game late in the fourth quarter where a turnover matters or a stop matters, and the Lions defense is going to make it. And then we are going to win. 
I really believe this, folks. I'm buying the hype. You know me. You know I've been drinking the Kool-Aid. You know I've been felt about this team for a long time. How, how I felt when they said last year, I think it was week eight, and Martha Firestone Ford came out. I'm sorry, not Martha. That would be Sheila Hamp Ford. Ah, Martha's gone now. As Sheila came out and said, listen, I trust these guys. Don't worry. We know what we're doing. I have full faith and full confidence. We're sticking the game plan. And she did, and look what happened. We finished the season on that absolute tear that we did. So it goes all the way back to that. When we were drinking the Kool-Aid then, we were, you know, people were freaking out. Oh, is Dan Campbell going to lose his job? Oh, does Brad Holmes not know what he's doing? Oh, no. Listen, drink the Kool-Aid. Enjoy this ride. Because it kicks off, folks. It kicks off this Thursday. Thursday night football Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs against the Lions, and the Lions are going to prevail. I am predicting the Lions will win by four points. It's going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. But it is the season that starts, the season of the brand new Lions. What more can you say, folks? Drink that Kool-Aid in. Get ready for Thursday night football. Get ready for an amazing season. Football is back, baby! And I could not be more excited. So drink it in. Enjoy the game. And join us here, right here, next week, on the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast, everybody. Hashtag choppy luggy. Drink it in, man.